the Research and Practice for Adults podcast, supporting evidence-informed practice with adults and families. Hello and welcome to the first in a series of four podcasts where we will look at strength-based conversations. In this first podcast, Tish Elliott, a registered social worker and practice educator, will talk us through the theory and art of having strength-based conversations. We'll also hear a summary from Lynn Romeo. Um, I mean, the first thing to say about strength-based working is that it's not new, it's certainly not new to social work. Um, it's been central to practice for quite a few decades. Um, Dennis Leby wrote his first edition of um, Strengths-Based Perspectives uh, in 1992 that was published um, and his fifth edition is out, um, was came out in 2009. I think there's since been a sixth edition that is a US version. Um, and that it, it, the strengths perspective offers a really useful alternative to the more traditional deficit and problem-oriented approaches that have been criticised for leaving people feeling like that, that uh, I am the problem rather than I have a problem. It can be um, seen to pathologise people in that way if, if all that we're doing is talking to people about their needs, um, and what the issues are and what the problem is for them rather than their capabilities and strengths and how people are surviving some difficult challenges. So that's the backdrop to um, strengths-based perspective. So why is it we're considering uh, reintroducing or re- revisiting strength-based perspectives currently? Well, certainly the CARE Act uh, recognises the uh, importance of keeping people's well-being um, at the heart of the way that we work in adult social care. Uh, and it requires us, it requires local authorities to, uh, and their partners, of course, to consider people's own strengths and capabilities. Um, so what support might be available from the individual um, and their family and friends uh, and their wider support network. So thinking about, only then thinking about what else other than the provision of care or support might help that person to achieve the outcomes that they want to achieve. And I think um, another useful context for it is the Social Care Institute for Excellence um, piece of work about identifying strengths. It says that we're aiming to discover what the person believes would constitute a good life for them and their family and how people can work together to achieve this by looking at the individual's strengths, hobbies, abilities, wishes, their support network, their friends, family, neighbours and the needs and the challenges and the risks. And in that part of the conversation, a strengths-based conversation, um, the idea is that you focus on strengths doesn't mean that you're ignoring the risks, but you're looking at how can you maximise the strengths and the assets or the resources that people have around them to overcome the challenges and the risks. Fantastic. Sounds very good. And so you've mentioned the theory and uh, kind of where we are right now. And um, what about the art um, of having strength based? conversations 
Um, absolutely. I, mean, I think in any social care um, approach, it's really important to focus then on how does that work in the reality of people's lives. And that's the art is about not being prescriptive and having conversations by rote or asking a series of questions one by one by one and ticking them off. It's very much about building a relationship with the person that you are um, having the conversation with and finding a way that feels into um, when and how to ask the strengths-based conversations. So Salibi, Dennis Salibi um, identifies seven, seven strengths-based questions that can be helpful to use. Um, but it's not about launching in to then asking these questions one by one. It's spending a lot of time really listening to the person and building that relationship. And as you're listening, you're listening out for anything, no matter how small, that might be one of the things that has helped that person to survive so far. Um, and the person might be a carer of someone with care and support needs, or it might be the person who has a care and support need. But what you're doing is um, having a conversation with someone where you're storing away in your mind anything that you hear that stands out to you as some one of their um, core capabilities or strengths that's helped them to survive so far. Um, so I think one way of putting it that is helpful is... Um, Someone called Graybeal wrote about the CPR approach. If you think about it in terms of health services, in CPR you're, you're helping someone to breathe um, until they are um, given medical treatment, which means that they can breathe again for themselves. Um, what Graybeal says is that the strengths in the strengths perspective, where um, giving people CPR in the sense that what you're doing is believing in someone until they can believe in themselves... And so by exploring the strengths of the individual group or community, the C stands for you're exploring people's capacity, their courage, their character and their competencies. Um, the P is for having a conversation about what the, the purpose and potential is. Um, what sort of positive expectations do they have? Do they have a picture in their mind of how things would be if they were working at their very best. And the R stands for people's um, resilience, uh, their resolve, their resources, um, and their relationships. Uh, so you can keep that acronym in mind, is that what you're doing when you're having a strengths-based conversation is you're building a relationship with someone, you're actively listening to what their story is, what their life feels like to them. And you're thinking all the time about um, when might you ask a strengths-based question that would help explore something that they have told you in the course of telling that story that would help you to explore their capabilities, their potential, their resilience, um, further taking that CPR approach. In fact, Lynn Romeo, the Chief Social Worker for England, 
in her round table report summarises her view of what integrated strength-based working looks like, which we feel brings together the theory and arts, just discussed by Tish. So much of what we do in our profession is about enabling people to have the best possible lives. We are there to help them build on their strengths and focus on the things that work to overcome the barriers preventing them reaching their full potential. Even in the most challenging and difficult of times, there are things we can do to give people strength and hope that things will get better. One of the ways we do that is by focusing on what matters to people, their talents, resources, and their own unique perspectives on life. People are experts in their own lives, and usually the best solutions come from their own experiences with support from others. It's a deliberately empowering approach supporting individuals and their families to be in control of life decisions, bolstered with the tools and support networks to succeed. So having set the scene for strengths-based social work practice with adults, join us next time when we'll be looking at how to find out more about an individual's strengths and their assets. You've been listening to the Research and Practice for Adults podcast, and we hope you enjoyed it. Why not share with your colleagues and share your thoughts on Twitter? Tweet us at RIPFA. Thanks for listening.